This is the In The Club podcast, produced and written by the members of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Kansas City. We're going to be talking about everything from social life to sports to academics and much more. Welcome back to the In The Club podcast. I'm Serenity and I'm here with Valencia. And we don't really know what we're going to talk about today, but we were talking about something before we turned the cameras on. So we figured we might as well continue the conversation. Why do middle school boys find it so, what's the word, interesting <laughs> to get all in the personal space and then get mad when you're like, um, no, back up. It's not just they're in your space. Is that it's it? the smell. <laughs> Y'all be dousing yourselves in half a bottle of cologne and expect us to want to go within a 10 mile radius of you. Make it make sense. <laughs> Take a shower. Come on now. You can do better. Not only that, it's when they'll get up close to you and they'll just, ah. it's like, no, stop it. No, 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 no. You are doing this all wrong, sir. Even if they're not close to you, exactly. you can hear them. They're loud. They are. I don't understand. I cannot, mm, in my, my technology class, I can barely focus enough on what I'm doing to get good grades in said class. I have A's, but to get good grades in said class because I'm, So used to being able to tune things out, but when they don't stop talking, you are in here to use computers, not your mouth. Close them. I swear. All they do. It's all they do. All of it. I sit next to a kid in ELA and his, him and his friends are always at his desk. And it's like, can I just, can can I read my book, please? (laughs) I came here to read my book. The book, the 15 minutes before the class starts of the reading. Gets me every time. That's when the. That's I feel when, like when they have to be silent is when they are the loudest. <laughs> exactly, and then I don't know what is with them and saying no to somebody with more power than them. If a teacher tells you to go to your seat, don't tell her no. <laughs> it's like, mm, sir, you're what thirteen? I feel like they try to feel like they have power, but at the end <laughs> of the day. Like most of my teachers have been teaching longer than you've been alive. So go sit down. It's like, I don't get, I just don't get it. My brain is not comprehending it enough to be able to understand them. It, it doesn't work. I don't think anybody, underst- I, don't I don't think they don't, understand why they do it. Exactly. I think, I don't really know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's must. I just don't. Another thing that really, and I don't know why it irks me so much, is why are we all eating? Why are we all eating in the cafeteria now? Why? I know that's a different thing. I liked eating in the classroom. I didn't have to show my face to nearly as many people in the classroom. No, it's so embarrassing. I'd be I'd be at the lunch table, turn around just to eat apple. <laughs> I don't want nobody to see me. The whistling. Why must you whistle? And then there was kids at lunch today, and they were banging on the table as hard as they could. No, <laughs> we don't do that. I already had a headache. I was trying to read my book. It, I read my book in all situations. In the body of 13 and 14 year olds, With but the they're mind in the mindset. <laughs> yes. it, it makes no sense to me. Don't. How? How do you manage to grow physically, but not mentally? <laughs> they're like still in kindergarten and I don't get it. It's like none of them have home training. Oh, like it, no, none at all. I don't know where they are. And I, I don't. I keep saying another thing I don't get because this is a whole episode of not getting anything. But why? Oh, why? If I am reading my book, do people feel the urge to interrupt me? Or, I get that, 
but you're reading, you know, sitting in your seat, doing nothing but minding your business. They have the need to come by and just push you. Like, just like, do anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, if that's I have their a favorite open, time to do so. If I have a book open, do not come near me. Don't talk to me. Don't breathe next to me. <laughs> Don't touch me. Do not be in the general premises of me. <laughs> Don't understand how when I open a book, that's automatically the time for all of you to come talk to me. No. It's just... Deal with your own problems. I Leave feel me like alone. whenever they're near, the negative energy comes near. Exactly. <laughs> like, I get so much more angry in fifth hour than <laughs> any of my other hours. You have fifth hour ELA? Uh, fifth hour is my technology class. Oh. With all of the boys that don't know how to act. And it's like, listen, I get it. You're having fun. But let me do my work. You think... You have a bad in technology. I was on the baseball team. Ooh, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. It was me if, and two other girls. If it you was, just see how the football team acts at our school, it's awful. It's our a, school football team, they were a really good football team. They got a lot of games. Doesn't the, mean their the, person- the, the, the personalities and the, um, the behavior. The people. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the people connected to the jersey numbers. Like, I have friends that were on the football team, and they're nice, civilized human beings. But then there's also kids that were on the football team that are um, not not so civilized. Two different football players. Exactly. There's two different types. <laughs> there's one that they're 13, 14. Exactly. No, they're 13 and 14. Exactly. 13 and 14 act like they're not 13 and 14. Exactly. There's there's two different standards for football. You either have to be 13 and 14 and act like it or be 13 and 14 and act like you're in elementary school. There's no in between. There's no slight maturity. No, you're either 13 and 14 or you're four and five. There's no in between. I feel like the majority of them act like they're four and five. Four and five. <laughs> Absolutely, four and five. I don't, I just, <laughs> it aggravates me to no end. When I will say something and the one person in the classroom that always is wrong tells me I'm wrong. Or the who asked or who cares that. And I fall for it every time knowing it's coming. <laughs> no, see, I have developed creative responses to the who asked. I even asked who asked today because I was talking to one of my friends. And I don't know why. Why does my technology class have all of the worst timing? All of it. I feel like a lot of your rage is coming from technology. Class. Oh, definitely. And it's not the teacher and it's not the class and it's not what we have to do in the class. It's the people in the class. <laughs> if it was me and the friend I'm about to talk about and a couple of the kids, I would be just fine. But y'all added more people. Because <laughs> at the beginning of the second semester, there was like five or six people in that classroom. They so were many good people. people. Came back after it last was all right. Semester. Now there's like 15 of them. Half of them don't know how to act right. I got into a, f- I didn't get into a fight, but I um, had some silent words in my head with, I was like six people in my multimedia tech class, which is my technology class, because we were going over the expectations for cafeteria lunch because we had never eaten in the cafeteria because our teacher had stuff in her room. So we were going over those and we got to the slide. There's a, there was a slide where there was this really messy, looked like a kindergartner had gone through and utterly destroyed the table. And then there was one where it was nice and clean and looked like it had just been wiped down and it was great. And she was like, you do not leave the table like the kindergartner ran through it. You leave it like you found it. And all the boy, it's not. And then she said something along the lines of it's not the janitors and it's not the cleaning people's job to clean up, clean up clean up after you. 
And they were like, but isn't, there was like four or five of them in the front of the classroom. And they were like, but isn't that their job? No, it is not their job to clean up after you because you don't know how to. It's not their job to be your parent. It's their job to clean up the little messes that is left. Like the little itty bits of, itty bits of food that you can't see really well or just the wiping the table down to make sure that there's nothing stuck on it. Like that is their job, not being your parents. Right. Your parents should have taught you how to clean up. Can we go back to the topic of all of us coming back to the lunchroom? Yes. I don't I don't like it. You're in seventh or seventh. Seventh. When I was in sixth grade, we all ate in the lunchroom and they had this cone of silence. Oh, <laughs> I heard about that. Table. You had to be completely quiet and it's it was the worst. You had to sit there quiet while everybody else got to talk. It was the worst. Never again. I heard about that. I'm I'm kinda salty. Because my brother is in fifth grade right now in sixth grade instrument triate ninth on the 31st and then orientation sometime this month or next. And my biggest problem with all of this is we didn't get orientation. We didn't. Our orientation was in the middle of COVID. We got a, here's your class schedules. We'll show you around for the first three days. But after that, you're on your own. Have fun. It's like, you am I supposed to know what this A in front of this stuff means? By the by like the second week of the of your middle school year, at least in our school, you figure out that A is a little wing off of the sixth grade hallway. The if it starts with a one, first floor, two, second floor, three, third floor. If I it know if it starts with a, if it starts with a zero, basement. I just learned that. Thank you. Um it <laughs> It took me a second to figure that part out, but once I figured that out, it was a lot easier to figure out where my classes were. I'm kind of scared for next year. Ooh, I, I'm going to high school next ooh, year. Fun. <laughs> I'm only scared for next year because I have eighth grade friends and they love to tell me what they don't like about their classes. Not one good thing about their classes, but everything they don't like about them. It's like, you do know I'm gonna be you guys next year, right? <laughs> yeah. We like to speak on it negatively, but we know there's a lot of fun parts. Exactly. It's like, I see all these photos of you guys having the times of your lives <laughs> in your classes, but yet all you want to tell me is all the times you got in trouble for not stopping to talk because you weren't supposed to be talking in the first place. I know. I don't... I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm the perfect student, but there is a point in time where you do. Just exactly. Have you have to talk. It's... <laughs> Inevitable. You have to talk. It's going to happen regardless. Exactly. Um, Every year from kindergarten through fifth grade on every single one of my report cards, I got, she did great. Even sixth grade, I got a, she did great. She's a great student, yada, 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 yada. And then by the end of it, the only, the one and only complaint any of them had was that I talked too much. That was it. That was the only complaint. Not my grades, not me paying attention, not me getting work done, talking too much. I was the complete opposite. All of my grade cards. She does like to chat, but she does get it done. Exactly. I don't know what's so appealing about talking when you're not supposed to, because it's like telling a child don't and then expecting them actually not to. Like having a big red button. Exactly. Not supposed to touch. Like like Groot. It's like, don't touch the red button. Okay. <laughs> it's just... Red button achieved. It feels so much better. <laughs> I don't exactly. know why. It's not like it you're accomplishing anything. It feels so anything. much more real, I guess, <laughs> to know that you were told no, but then said, mm, 
yeah. let me just do this. <laughs> like, let me just dabble in this. Just a little bit. <laughs> just accidentally. Oops. I did it. <laughs> and then there's been so many times where I'll have done something and my parents don't know whether to laugh or be mad at me. And it's great when that happens because usually they just laugh. Or when you make a joke, like, and they don't know how to feel about it. They don't know how to feel about it or they don't know what it means. Okay, so there's a term called shipping where you take two characters Mm -hmm. from, like, any fictional or TV series, movie, whatever. You take two characters and you, like, wish they'd be in a relationship or whatever. I tried explaining this to my mother. It did not go so well. I asked both my mother, my stepdad, Jack, and my grandma at the same time. I was like, okay, so what do you think shipping is? And all three of them, all of them, something to do with the boat. All of them had something to do with the boat. I was like, no, not at all. Do you have any favorite ships? Like, do you, like, Um, top three? Top three. That would mean I have to have a favorite series. Although I I did just rewatch Shadowhunters, which is actually a book series I'm reading. But um, the show version is only of, for the people that read Shadowhunters that are listening to the podcast, the Shadowhunters show is only City of Ash to City of Fallen Angels. There's no Clockwork Angel or whatever. So it's just one series, not the three mingled together. So my favorite ship from that is Malik, all the way. I don't know why. I don't know how they managed to gain my heart so quickly, but Malik. Now I'm gonna need an explanation of who they are. So, uh, there's pretty much a hierarchy, if you will, with it's about demons and angels, and it's pretty much a hierarchy of shadow hunters, which are the angel-blooded, half-human, half-angel-blooded creatures. I like how I call them creatures, but they're just humans with extra powers. So anyway, they are like the top of the hierarchy. They are the bosses. They, it's their job to protect everybody else, everybody and everything else. It's their job to protect. And then the downworlders, which are anybody with demon blood, such as werewolves, vampires, fairies. Yes, they're all real in this book series. Vampires, fairies, werewolves, warlocks. They're like witches and witches, (laughs) wizards, there's stuff like that. So, ooh, I got got ships from Harry Potter too. Me, okay. (laughs) Um, But Magnus is a warlock and he's the high warlock. So he's the highest of the warlocks. He's like the president of warlocks for the New York area. And then Alec is a shadow hunter. They are so cute together. They don't get, I don't think they, they get married. They never get together in the show? Uh, they, they get together in the show and in the books. I don't think they get married in the books, but I know they get married in the show because I watched that show scene 15 times. <laughs> 15. Okay, now, to Harry Potter. Don't. What was your ship from Harry Potter? Okay, hear me out. Draco, Hermione. It seems wrong, <laughs> but if you think about it, it's like, it's like, bully. And bullied. Coming. Exactly. <laughs> Although I don't know if it would be Draco and Hermione. In my brain, it's not so much Draco and Hermione as it is Draco don't say and. It. Just say it. <laughs> say it. Don't say it. <laughs> You're like, don't say it. I don't know why. 
I feel like Draco should have ended up with some sort of main character. I don't know who, but he should have ended up with some sort of main character. I kind of also like because, Draco and Luna. Yeah, they're... Why would they be such a cute couple? Uh, this is not okay. Their children would be... I, what house would their kids be in? Because Luna is such a Ravenclaw. So sweet. But she's such a Ravenclaw and but she's so sweet and kind. But then Draco's a Slytherin and he's been a Slytherin and his family's a, a d- Slytherin's descendants. So what house would they be in? I have a confession to make. Oh no. I still haven't watched the very last movie because I know, I think it's Fred who dies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Um, I Actually, I don't remember which twin it is. I, I just know it. I know I died inside. I know I died inside. That's why I haven't watched the last one because I know it's going to hit me so hard. See, the problem, so this is going to tie two series together that don't actually go together. But Harry Potter and the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, they both know how to utterly destroy my entire, entire well-being because I watched Endgame. And um, I fell asleep during that. <laughs> I fell asleep the first time I watched it, but then I like, got up and like in the middle of the day, I watched the whole thing. It hurt so bad. I can never watch that movie again. I can never do it because I will cry. I mm, there's nothing there's nothing more heart hurting. I don't know if that's even a term, but it is now. <laughs> There's nothing that hurts my heart more than being up at like 10, 11 o'clock at night and just watching my favorite characters die <laughs> and then watching them come back to life just to die again. I don't, I actually haven't, I don't really cry to movies unless. I don't really either, not anymore. When I was little, I would ball at every single movie. It did not matter what it is. Now you have to utterly destroy my soul for me to cry. The worst, the first movie that I've ever cried to, do you know The Hate You Give? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first, very first movie mm-hmm. I've ever cried to. I don't remember the first movie I cried to, but I remember the one that I cried the longest for that wasn't part of a fictional universe. And it's called Steel Magnolias. It's kind of old. But I got so emotionally invested in this character. And then she died. I'm... I haven't heard of Steel Magnolias. I've heard of Sweet Magnolias. I've seen on Netflix. I haven't watched it, but I haven't heard of. Well, um, part of the DC Marvel collaboration sort of thing would be the um, shows on Netflix, Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Black Lightning, all of those. I haven't watched Black Lightning yet. But Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. I watched all three of those. Apparently, you're supposed to mix and match the order. I didn't care. I watched I watched Supergirl, then... No. Yeah, Supergirl, then Flash, then Arrow. And it took me so long to get through Arrow. Number one, because it has eight seasons. And because I stopped, like, reading... Not reading. Watching. Stopped watching it, like, midway through for, like, a month. I do that all the time. And I, also, I think I also did that for a little bit with Grey's Anatomy. I stopped watching it for, like, two weeks. I... I haven't watched that, but I kind of want to start it because I know it's really long. It's it, like something. It's really in. long. So unfor- I'm this type of smart person <laughs> that um, decided to start watching Grey's Anatomy when it was 18 seasons in. It's 18 seasons in and I'm still on season two. There's 18 seasons? And they're still making episodes for the season 18. And I'm still on season two. <laughs> it's uh, very sad. A One of the longer shows... 
I've watched The Vampire Diaries. Mm. Is I haven't seen those. <laughs> I haven't seen those. They're on my list of to watch, but I haven't seen them yet. I have a huge list of to read and to watch. It is not okay. I do not have the amount of time in a day to be able to watch everything I need to watch. I live, love, laugh the vampire. Diaries. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll move them higher up on the list. Thank you. But I'm starting to actually read more. I'm literally... A chapter in, so I knew Very nice. Uh, the House of Gucci. I was going to watch the movie, but I was like, why spoil the book? <laughs> exactly. I'm so tempted. So the book I'm reading right now is called Clockwork Angel. I'm like halfway through it. I am ready to go. So I'm ready to fight for any of these characters at this point. But the problem is I want to watch the movie so bad, but I don't want to spoil the book. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give myself till like the end of spring break to finish this book. And that Saturday night of spring, the last Saturday night of spring break, I'm watching the movie regardless if I finish the book or not. Speaking of spring break, tomorrow is when we leave for spring break, right? Yep, tomorrow's my birthday. Just saying. (laughs) Good to know. Just letting you know. That <laughs> when you call your friends on your birthday and try to nonchalantly tell them it's your birthday, they're like, mm, you, what do you want? It's like, mm, so something special happened today. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily today, but like a little while ago. Maybe like 14 a couple, years. Like mm-hmm, a couple years ago, you know, just letting you know. And they're like, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, thanks. I'm glad you noticed. I'm the person to not subtly tell them. I call, it's my birthday. Right. Or I'm a, I'm a type of, I'm both types of person. I'm the person that will be like subtly hinting to my friends, but I'm also the type of person that in all caps will post a picture of like a party on my, on my story and be like it's my birthday <laughs> i'm both types of people I, something gets into you on your birthday it just exactly <laughs> i think that is the end of this episode of our podcast i had a lot of fun mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> we talked about a lot of things a lot oh um, many subjects many many subjects <laughs>